Broadcasting on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, as well as WCPT 820, Chicago's progressive talk. It is the Matt McNeil Show, brand new to you, holiday edition. Thank you very much for being with us today. We record out a whole bunch of great interviews, and you get to enjoy it. It is our gift for you. Thank you very much for listening, and we're hoping you're all having a great holiday out there. It is an absolute privilege and a treat to welcome Austin Dury onto the show. Austin Dury is in the band Dury, and if you do not know them, you do need to know them. They are phenomenal, and it has been a lot of fun over the last few years watching their success get bigger and bigger and bigger, and they're just back in town here in Minneapolis and St. Paul after a nice tour uh, across the country, and he's kind enough to join us to talk about that as well as other things that he noticed doing the tour. Austin, as always, thank you very much. I really appreciate the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Let's try to, first of all, about the tour. Congratulations on that. You guys played, I mean, the last time I talked with you, we talked about how you graduate to the bigger cities. Now, you graduated, you sold out a lot of your shows across the country, right? Yes, we did, yeah. I think, uh, uh, I guess I'm not really sure how many it was, but it was like a lot of, a lot of them sold out. A lot of them sold out like the night that we did it too. And and yeah, it was an incredible tour. Like unbelievable. Uh, was not expecting it to go as good as it did. There is there a a, a market? Obviously, you're, you've you've got a huge local fan base here in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, was there any big market that you went around? And you're like, boy, these guys really like us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, every time we've been to like Portland and like Seattle and uh, and Denver, uh, they've all been like. Uh, you know, hugely responsive cities, um, you know, the, all those places we were playing, like five, six hundred cap rooms, and we sold them all out. And uh, yeah, just massively supportive fans. And we, we sold out London, too, which is a pretty big yeah. room. And, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been wild. I mean, our, our support locally is obviously like next level but uh uh but uh, but there's people all over the place that have been uh, just incredibly supportive of us so it's been awesome for the people in chicago that might not know you i wanted to go a little go a little background here on you because i stumbled on you you and uh, you, during the pandemic you played in bands around here in town you and your sister started putting out music while the pandemic was going on because all the, the clubs shut down no one was playing music anywhere you started doing stuff at home and under the name dury you started putting stuff out on social media and it just clicked and went nuts nuts yeah it was uh uh it was a crazy uh like breakthrough we had of, of you know really just uh switching up the kind of music that i was making switching up kind of our uh our whole you know mindset about making music and and uh and yeah it, something clicked and and it's been uh it's been a rocket ship ever since you know i i there has got to be uh, some interesting thoughts you have on working with a family member <laughs> because there's a lot of people like myself that, you know, working with my wife, working with a family member, I don't know how well that would go. And it's not that I, I mean, I want to be like a 1970s businessman and I don't see them at all during the day. I like being around them. They're good people. But, you know, it, how has it been working with your sister? Uh, you know, I believe uh, is it, you're not mistaken. Your wife's in the band as well, correct? Correct. You know, yeah. talk, talk a little bit about that because obviously it is a very much a family-focused thing. You know, yeah, I, I feel like uh, like my sister and I, we kind of figured out that uh, we actually are just like really, really uh, similar. Like our, our uh, creative process is really similar. And we really sync up a lot in that way. So uh, we kind of found that working together is like, uh, it's like, 
uh, it's like having two of the same person kind of. So we have like the same uh, problems and weaknesses and then double the same strengths. So uh, it's, it's not always the most productive because we'll, you know, we're both pretty like ADHD and stuff and we'll have the same, uh, <laughs> the same attention span problems and things like that. But, uh, but I mean, honestly, it's, it's been incredibly smooth. Uh, and you know, we, uh, we pretty much sync up on stuff and, and, you know, uh, uh, like work together to find, uh, compromises when we disagree on stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's also been awesome having, uh, having my wife in the band too, uh, with, you know, when we're on the road and all that kind of stuff, um, uh, you know, she's very, uh, complimentary to my, uh, to my weaknesses and strengths. And so, uh, when we're on the road, we need more of that balance and more, more of that, uh, uh, a uh, more administrative mind and things like that, that, uh, that my wife really, uh, uh, really does great. And, um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, when we're on the road, uh, you know, I think it's been awesome to have, uh, uh, to have a crew that's, you know, mostly family and, uh, and we all just, you know, when you're, when you're on tour, you become a family anyway. So, uh, uh, so might as well, you know, have it be the real deal, you know. Hey, your your wife is your base. How appropriate is that? <laughs> that yeah, nice yeah. Um, exactly. You're, now you had a lot of experience playing music. Uh, you you brought that to the band. How much how much experience did your sister have in in bands at that time? Is it? I mean, is this been a pretty big and quick learning curve for her? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, we both learned guitar. Uh, my dad taught us both guitar when we were kids. Uh, but I mean, our first show uh, was her first time on stage ever, and her first time singing ever too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, so yeah, she came in very cold, has picked it up really quick. She's learning a lot really fast, um, and uh, yeah, she's just kind of been like in it from day one, trying to you know get better and get more confident and, and, you know, uh, uh, get more comfortable on stage and stuff. And, and, uh, and yeah, we're still, we're still learning. We're still trying to get better at it. And, um, but yeah, she has come a really long way. And, and, uh, my wife Ashley has too. She, uh, she learned bass in the pandemic. Like she'd never played wow. a string instrument before. And, uh, and she picked it up just for fun, just cause we had time. And then, uh, all of a sudden she's full time on tour and, and, and just really jumping into it, uh, you know, at first. And, and, uh, yeah, so they've both been just learning so much and getting so much better all the time. And yeah, it's been awesome. The, the congratulations on, on the sold out first Avenue. That's actually a, a huge hurdle, not just for local bands, but national bands, international bands playing first Avenue and selling it out. Uh, you, you, if I'm not mistaken. Did your, did your dad join you on the stage with the trumpet? That's correct. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we wanted to give him a little, a little moment, uh, moment in the sun, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we, we always like to have a guest horn spot on, on our song judgment day. And so we thought it was, uh, it would be, it would be fun to have them, have them come up. And then also, uh, there, there, we have this really cool, like custom backdrop. Uh, and our mom actually made that. And like, uh, it was like it's, uh, the house from our album cover. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, it was like a, like a three dimensional, like, actual house prop with like built-in perspective and lights and all this cool stuff she did um so yeah, it was really cool to have uh, our parents involved in uh in this uh you know creative project you as well in big big the you just had the, the you had an album come on out you've had a, a ton of signal singles coming on out as well 
Uh, obviously, once again, as you've ramped into this, and I can't tell you, like I said, I am so happy, so happy you guys are having the success you deserve so freaking much. The, the, the whole, I mean, it's been a learning process for you too, because I mean, you played in bands, but nothing ever came close to anything like this. The whole process of re-recording, working with better engineers, better equipment, stuff like this, doing the tour. I mean, how has that been for you? Yeah, you know, it's definitely been, uh, it's been uh, a big learning curve for me too. Mostly about like, um, mostly about letting other people work on stuff and like because like with all my band it's always been like diy like yeah to the max where i'm i'm doing like every layer of everything is something that i have my hands directly in and um and it's been a really great process uh you know getting to know the industry more getting to know people more and and uh kind of uh letting go of some of those things to the more qualified people to take over on uh, on like engineering and like booking and like uh, some of that stuff. Whereas we get, still get to keep, you know, we made sure to keep the reins on all, everything creative, everything about our marketing. I still design all of our merch and all that kind of stuff. Um, all those things that I think are, are uh, important to like our identity as a band. Yeah. I still keep a super, super tight lid on that. And that's all totally, uh, totally DIY. But, uh, but the more, the things outside of my skill set; those are the things that have been uh, really great to to uh, let go of. Let the let the professionals come in and and uh, and make it as best. You know, uh, suburban legend uh, that came. When did that officially come on out? The 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 the, the, re, the album there with your music on it. Um, I should really know the date. <laughs> a few months I have ago, it in my mind, <laughs> a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. a couple months uh, ago. The, the L- point is, it's out. So. Yeah, the, the LP. <laughs> you've sold out of the LP. Uh, you talk about you talk about creative uh, merch. The Suburban Legend cassette in N sixty four case, which by the way I have a, I have one at home myself. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course CDs. Your music is available Dury D U R R Y. It's available pretty much everywhere in regards to you know iTunes and places like that. Correct. Correct. Yep. We're 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 all over. We're now when you Google Dury, we're we're the whole first page. So that's a- <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. That is a very cool. Yeah. I noticed that too. You 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 talk about merch, and there is a. I mean, some of the things like the the uh, the fingerboards that you have come up with. I mean, you capture. I, I've said that I think you're the best band for late millennials generation z yet i saw you guys and and i think when i say that is this not only do i really get the conveying that you're conveying for your your time your voice there but you're doing it so well that people who are not in that age bracket hear it and can understand and and get it as well and so i, I greatly appreciate that but your your understanding of creative and fun merch is off the freaking charts dude <laughs> well thank you yeah we uh uh I think it's really important to, uh, to especially with, like clothing, to wear your own merch. I know that's like kind of taboo, but I feel like I the more you wear it, the more you get a feeling for like what is cool, what makes me feel good wearing it, and then and then you get a better handle on the design. And 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 honestly, yeah, I'm just making stuff that I want <laughs> that I think is cool, uh, and uh, and our our you know our audience is you know, essentially, uh, essentially me. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm just, uh, doing stuff I think is cool and, and everyone else seems to be connecting with it too. So, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. 
And 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 like I said, and you're resonating there because it's got to be fun going to the, in these places and seeing these big crowds with with all your merch and all that stuff on them. And that's that's just got to be so much fun. Yeah, it's great. We uh, uh, yeah, at our shows we'll see whole crews in like matching yellow stuff, and they all like or like people make their own merch or uh, uh, somebody uh, uh, somebody brought somebody made a like Lego. Uh, L hand, which is like our logo, yeah. and uh, and gave it to me. Um, and like I don't know, we love seeing all the creative things that fans do, uh, like interpreting our logos and our themes and stuff like that into their own creative projects. I think that's just the coolest thing. Austin Dury is joining us. Let's take a break. Come back. I want to talk about an article that you're quoted in about life on the road and merch. Austin Dury joining us. It's the Matt McNeil Show. It is the Matt McNeil Show. Austin Dury from the band Dury is kind enough to join us in Chicago. You're listening. Go find their music. It is absolutely exceptional. I cannot recommend it enough. Austin, uh, I want to bring up an article that you were quoted in. It's on the online magazine Racket. And you and a bunch of other Minneapolis, Minnesota-based bands were talk- talked a little bit about touring and then merchandise. And first of all, I want to touch on touring because I, f- I found it to be interesting. I, I watched the-, the Canadian band Rush. They did their documentary and they talked about the first years of touring and it was horrible for them. It sounds like really, I mean, as much fun as it is to get out there and see the audience, the whole act of touring, loading up the van, going town to town, it's exhausting and there's a lot. it's a lot of stress and a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. Touring is like, you know, uh, it's, it's honestly just kind of a marathon of, of, uh, you know, physical work and, and mental. And it's like, it's also like this weird thing where there's no like, uh, middle ground. It's like you're sitting in a van and you're bored all day. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you load in heavy gear, play a, you know, show. And like, it's like, bam, 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 bam. And then you go to sleep. And then wake up and do it again where you sit in a van for, you know, eight hours and don't do anything and then do it again all, you know, you know, full throttle. Uh, and yeah, it's definitely, definitely taxing. Uh, we have run into many like, uh, illnesses, uh, but this was the most, uh, most intense illness tour we, we've ever had with, uh, uh, but we love to meet the fans. And so we always try and go out into the audience and meet fans and, and that's where we get sick, so I'm not sure <laughs> if we're going to be able to keep doing that. But, um, well, it's but, a commitment. Yeah. You're making the commitment, man, and it, it's easy to see that, that you know, you go on out there because, you know, there might be a, something going around, and as you said, Portland or San Francisco, as long as you get out there, and all of a sudden your, your Minnesota vibe isn't ready for that. So, I, yeah, I, I know that that's something that people that do a lot of traveling, that that's something that bears down on them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What was your savior? I mean, was there something that you kind of looked forward to that kind of got you through the tour days? Yeah, I mean, uh, like, you know, we love playing shows. We love what we do. And, 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 you know, whenever there's, like, hard points or hard moments, you just kind of reflect on the great moments and the, and the great moments to come and all those kinds of things. And, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, every every night we get to do, you know, what we love the most and – and uh, honestly, talking to fans is a huge uh, uplifting thing for us, too. Uh, we love just uh, meeting everybody and hearing the stories of, of, uh, uh, of 
of how the music has affected them and, and all those kinds of things. And that's always super, uh, super encouraging for us too. So, so it's kind of a bummer to let go of some of that, but also if we can avoid getting sick, then we're going to have to. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Is there another tour planned for the upcoming year? Uh, so we have, uh, we have them like makeup shows. We had to drop, uh, I think five shows, uh, from this tour because I got the flu near the end oh, no. and I was down really hard for like two weeks. Um, so, uh, yeah, we have a bunch of shows scheduled in June uh, that are makeup shows. Uh, one of them is Chicago playing Lincoln Hall on June 3rd. Uh, and, uh, uh, and yeah, so that will be like a little mini run. Uh, we have a couple big festivals. We can't announce those yet, but uh, we are working on some big festivals. Uh, and, uh, yeah, probably going to uh, do some kind of a follow-up European run next year at some point. Cool. Too, so. Oh man, yeah. that's amazing! A lot, a lot of things are moving, but wow! All right, so uh, there was one element of that racket article that I really was floored by because I was always gone in. I'll go see Dory at a, at a concert. I'm like, okay, I know you're getting having to pay a cut of the ticket sales and all these things. I'll go buy the merch because I know that money is going to you. And then I find yeah. out that no, that this has been for years. The venues taking a, a, can be a substantial cut of the merch sales as well. Correct. That's correct. Yeah, a wow. lot of uh, a lot of the bigger venues uh, across the country will will yeah take a big merch cut, uh, and it's a bummer because there's no there's no accounting for the price uh, of making the merch. So it's just like the cut just comes from your profit on the top end, and it can be very substantial. Like it's uh, uh, it's brutal. Um, uh, yeah, and it's kind of a weird thing where like. Uh, there's no like way out of it, kind of like it's uh, you know these are the these are the biggest venues in town. These are the they kind of have the chokehold on on everything and uh, and yeah. So there's, honestly, most of the time there's not really another option uh, other than just just paying them or you know you you know don't pay them, but then you know you're probably not going to get invited back either. So you don't want to burn bridges and. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Well, and there's there's really only one way around this, and that is I'm going to encourage people to go to durrymusic.com, D-U-R-R-Y music.com. They've got their merch there because if you buy it from, and not just you, but any artist, you buy it from their webpage, that money goes to the artist then. Correct. Yep. That is the, uh, yeah, that's the best way around, around any kind of fees or anything like that is uh, just go direct to the source. Uh, you know, I, I, it doesn't surprise me to a point because there is this tendency. There are certain careers that people who, you know, that love to do them, do them. You know, teachers, musicians, radio broadcasters. Yep. We, there is all these <laughs> things. And there is a tendency of saying, well, if you love doing it, then we're going to make it hurt to do it because we know you mm-hmm. like doing it. And that's a hard thing. But, I mean, at the same time as you were talking about the payoff you get. And as your success right. gets bigger and bigger, I mean, you're getting played in a lot of different places now. You're getting played on a lot of different networks. You know, this this is, as like I said, as it's new territory for you, the payoff, although you have to work within the machinations of the industry itself, it, it, it makes it worth it. Right, definitely. Yeah, there's like, I mean, there's all, the, the, the personal payoff is always the most rewarding part of just doing what we love. And, and you know, at the end of the day, it's like the, the venues and the industry and all those things, you know, like, uh, I am looking for a different experience than they are looking for from me. They're looking for money. I'm looking for 
the experience of making music and affecting people and all those kinds of things. So, you know, at the end, it's like we're, uh, it's like we're working with different currency. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, uh, but yeah, there's, there's the music industry, which is selling the music. And then there's the other music industry, which is, uh, um, you know, making, making money from the artists themselves. So, kind of two sides of the same coin you know uh is there another do you have you guys started working on the next album yet uh yeah i mean i have uh too many songs like the last album we had 17 songs recorded and we cut it down to you know 12 um and i have uh 23 songs demoed up right now so we're way we're way ahead of schedule (laughs) (laughs) uh but uh, i'm just gonna keep writing songs and we'll pick the best ones and and uh and yeah we're we'll, we'll get it going once again austin this is i i remember calling you the first time and saying do you want to get on and and it's been so much fun watching your career the meteoric rise of it durymusic.com durymusic.com buy all their merch their merch is cool you want to be cool with your kids go buy their merch and give it to them you'll be instantly cool uh durymusic.com uh chicago lincoln hall june 3rd Go see them when they're in Chicago, for goodness sakes, and keep an eye on out. Go get uh, you know uh, the, the the album. Go get their new album when it comes on out, and support them because Dury is fantastic. Austin Dury from Dury, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the time today. All my best. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. We'll take a break. It's the Matt McNeil Show.